Welcome. Wait, no, <laughs> you're listening to Un episode four, 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 five, five, five. five. Jeez Louise. Oh my God. It's raining. We're off to kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, do you go back to school next week? I really hate you. How do you feel about it? Are you pumped? Can you tell? Yeah, I can tell. Mm -hmm. Like the joy that's it's spreading across her face with that S word. My pores. But it's only half time. Yes, I'm excited about that. Yeah, like do you start half time like right away? Like as soon as you go? Yes. Even I with think. no kids? I don't know. Sure, I'm why not? not? Sure. You're you're old enough to make your own decisions. <laughs> I've gotta I've gotta submit a paper. I've gotta make a phone call. I've gotta have some time here. Like tomorrow I got uh, we're recording a day early, so I have tomorrow off. So that's really good because I've got a bunch of phone calls I've gotta make. Lucky for you, you don't need to look at this face tomorrow. I miss your face. And your beautiful glasses and your Dora hair and your rose gold ear mabobbies. And my sneakers. I don't look at your sneakers. They're they're a little disarming to me. I got my foot wet in them. Oh. I feel they're not made for wet weather. They look like they're already wet. Yeah. You they, shut your mouth. They look like... Let's get off of my sneakers. Like, they're like... I'm not sure if they're fisherman sneakers or sexy sneakers. I, the, the fish I feel net, like on Graham and Anne, those both go hand in hand, those two. <laughs> really throws me on. I have to, <laughs> I have to admit. Wow. We keep talking about your damn sneakers. It's because they're Are awesome. Are you happy? Have you got your money's worth? Yes. Oh my Lord. We talked about them like three weeks in a I row. I love them and I wear them everywhere. <sighs> Whatever. I'll get you a pair for Christmas. Please don't. Okay. I'm really, I, I really like my blowfish. Yeah. I have a pair of those. I looked for a new pair actually when I was away last week, but they didn't but have they're any. not all created equal. No, they're not. I'm really sad because I loved my first pair. Not your second? I bought my first pair. I loved them. The dog loved them. He uh -oh. ate them in a week after I had them. Uh oh. They still smelled new and he ate them. Jerk. And I had to buy a brand new pair because I've never had a pair of shoes I love so much. And then these ones didn't measure up? Well, no, I just wore the shit out of them. So oh. I need to get a new pair. So when I went to get a new pair, my daughter gave me a gift certificate for my birthday, Mother's Day, something to get a new pair and I ordered a new pair, but I couldn't order the old pair because they were no longer. Where do you order them from? Mm, don't remember. Shoe company? Maybe. Yeah. Can you order online from there? Yeah. Oh, didn't know it. Anyway. Anyway, back to me, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> we got two minutes and 50 seconds this time before <laughs> she went back to herself. <laughs> anyway, I was very disappointed. They gave me blisters because oh. the first pair were so comfy. They were like slippers. They were like, yeah. you've worn them. Like, you know, when you wear your jeans and they're right soft yeah. after many years. Yeah. Like I have a pair of American Eagle shorts, jean shorts that I've had literally for 10 years. And they're just too They're comfy. so comfy. Like they're, I love them. Yeah. Well, that's what these shoes are like the first time you put them on. The first pair I had. Yeah. The pair of the dog ate. But then I got these ones I have on now. I've got them worn in now. But I had to wear band-aids on the top of my face. I hate that. First, because there was a little rough spot. A little chafage. A little chafing. Hmm. Yes, it wasn't pleasant. No. I don't know if chafing is ever pleasant. No. I don't know if this is the direction we want to go. I'm going to step right away now. from there and just tell you that I have a pair of blowfish as well and I wear them to work. 
and yeah. love them. Yeah. Like, and I'm on my feet the whole time I'm at work. You don't wear your sexy fishnets. No, because I don't want to get anything on them. Well, I can't blame you there. They're just That's delightful. I love them. I'm really happy that you're happy. Oh, thanks. Anywho, Lord, I bet that's four minutes of your guys' life you wish you had back. Yeah, well, <laughs> every time I look at those shoes, it's a second of my life I wish I had back. Well, so I've got an injury. No what do you mean? Did you fall off your scooter? No. It's, <clears throat> I hyperextended my knee. Should what? I ask what you were doing when you hyperextended your knee? I don't really know if that's actually what I did. I hyperextended something behind my knee. Mm, and I'm not good. sure like what that is. Have you been to the doctor or did you Google this? No, I didn't do any, any, I just self-diagnosed with a hyperextension. Yeah. I can still walk on it. It just really hurts. I'm showing her right now. Like she's, she's like touching herself tenderly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was walking on the beach with my dog yesterday. I was on whale cove and it's really rocky and I stepped on a rock and my foot like slipped back. So then my leg like straightened right out. And I was like, oh, geez. Anyway, it was fine. And then as the day went on, I was like, geez, my leg really hurts. Anyway, I'm sure it'll go away. <laughs> it's my theory on everything. I'm sure it'll go away. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Jeff's like, you wouldn't go to the hospital unless you had blood coming out of your ears. It's true. Oh. Except I'm going to the hospital tomorrow. You do know that's bad, right? When there's I blood know. coming out of your Yeah, ears. I hope it to never happen. I went to the doctor yesterday. Oh, it was your new doctor? Yes. Did you love him? He was lovely. Yeah, was he cute? Um, From the face mask up, sure oh. was. Mm. I don't know. It's unfortunate. He said, uh, I don't know what he said. He said, it's nice nice to meet you. He, All of us the kids and I both, we all went in together because it was our first time meeting him and everything. And wasn't, we didn't have really any issues. We just were <clears throat> going in to meet him. Mm -hmm. And he said, it was, it's nice to f meet you and see your faces. And I said, well, uh, too bad we can't see yours. He said, well, you know, I'm bald, <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't, he was faux bald. Oh, he like he shaved like, it. Shaved bald. How old was he? It's Ish. A, a lot. It was a lot. To, it was a lot to harvest. <laughs> it was hard to make an accurate. I'm guess. terrible with ages. His hair was dark. Yeah. Um, the shaved dark. He had dark eyes. Hmm. Nice eyes. Yeah. Um, he was wearing blundstones. Oh. Was his name Reuben? No. Seems like he would be Reuben. He had and his blundstones were an unusual color. Really? Yeah. Maybe they, I like him. They were like a dusty teal. Really? I don't know. It's a color I've never seen before. Hmm. Do you it think was interesting. He had them like made for him. I don't know. He ordered them in the never dusty seen a teal. Doctor and dusty teal blundstones. I've before. never seen a doctor. It made in me want to see his socks. <gasps> I don't know what was there because you know the blundstones are high, so I couldn't see. What did you wear in blundstones in August? I don't know. Hmm. And it's. His coat was kind of just disheveled, like he just threw it on and rushed in to see us. Like, like he, he came off of his, like from the desert, like he's yeah. just been like fighting bulls in Spain. I don't know I where don't that know came from. Bulls in Spain in the desert, but maybe like he was like, <laughs> is there even desert in Spain? I think there might be some dry spaces there, but 
<laughs> I think he was like out in the desert with the geckos or the yeah. those horny lizards, you know, oh, that yeah. you see on the rocks yeah. in the desert. And he just like zoomed in in his little motorbike that has the side cart on Probably it. He has a Vespa. Oh, no. He has the motorbike with the side cart, definitely. And the little half helmet? Yes. Definitely. It fits better over his bald head. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. I'm glad we have this man's life all figured out. Yeah. He came in <laughs> and he rushed in and he, his his shirt, his lab coat was a little askew and it, it wasn't crisp. It was like, it's like he'd been working in it. You know, it wasn't like, oh. Like a mechanic? I just am going to put on this coat and Google Pretend things. I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like he really looked like he might have maybe done an operation in it. Really? I don't know. Ugh. It wasn't crisp and pristine. Hmm. It's just, I'm trying not to be mean. Maybe he was waiting on a new one to come in the mail. Maybe. Be like, this is his oldest one. And he's like, geez, I wish that would hurry up and get here. Maybe he's he like, was gonna go if check I the just mail. show up in my old lab coat They'll and my blindstones <laughs> and they still love me, maybe We're this in it for the long haul. is meant to be. You I want to bring out the good stuff right away. Way to go, Ruben. Ruby. Ruby. Rubes. Ruby Tuesday. So anyway, yeah. <clears throat> so he he um, questioned us all and I found out that uh, my medical records are somewhere, I don't know where they are. In Russia? They didn't get transferred. I thought that they were going to be transferred from my old doctor. My old doctor retired, so I thought my old my the records were going to go. And he said, no, you had to pick them up and bring them uh -oh. here. But it was like I didn't get notified of this until like mid-2020. So the timing was very off for picking up records. Absolutely. Um, considering we weren't allowed to go anywhere. Hmm. Anyway, so I didn't get my records. So I'm not sure where my records are. And they're not sure how I obtain my records. You could just start fresh. I'm sure yeah, it's fine. 47 years of medical history is <laughs> I'm sure probably it's fine. not important. No, I don't think so. Well, the reason that it came up was because he was telling Cohen that he would fill out her forms. She would have to have medical forms to apply for veterinary school and he would be happy to fill them out. Ah. She would need her immunization record and all that stuff. So that's kind of how it came up that, so my kids' immunization records are in those files. Right. So it would be good to find them. I'm sure somebody It can. might be a quest. Yeah. I might have to go hardcore CSI on on your medical records. And the retrieval of the records, which is kind of fun, I think, but yeah. I don't know that I have the time for it. I don't think that you do. But hopefully someone has the time for it because <laughs> I heard a few different stories that they might be in storage, that they might be in someone's basement, that they might be in the old office. I don't know. We're, we're not sure. The secretary heard this, said that she had heard several versions of where they might be. So... They might be for sale on the black market. I don't know <laughs> where those records are. Yikes. Or if they're important for anyone else to have besides me. Oh, I'm sure somebody could do something with them. Some, maybe somebody is me somewhere. Maybe. For real. Yeah, just took over my life. So have you, at her. You, uh, <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> you came home from away on the ferry and you saw my mom. I did see your mom. Yeah. What did she tell you? She said, hi, I've been listening to your podcast. <laughs> I started listening to the podcast and I said, oh, please don't. 
please, please don't, Ruthie, man. I don't know. I'm I spent sure... years trying to impress this woman and just to have it undone with a just single like that. F word. Just like that. Yeah. My mother is probably, and for any of you that don't know, she's probably... If you're vanilla, what is she? She is crystal freaking clear. Like She is mountain spring water yes like untouched (laughs) mountain spring water like no one has ever put their feet in this pool she's you haven't no no human has even been in the terrain that she like her springs from her face (laughs) is the next one to go on mount rushmore michael might have been in her terrain (laughs) once or twice but and that's it we're gonna stop it right there (laughs) (laughs) his hair blowing in the wind his curly hair full of sawdust (laughs) Um, yes, my mother is the sweetest woman I've ever met in my entire life. And I didn't think so when I was 16, but I, now that I'm 38, I know so. Anyway, she sent me a text message yesterday afternoon and she said, Jenny, do you know that all of the F star, star, stars aren't bleeped out in your podcast? Jeez, I thought it was hard to edit out the dead air. And figure out bleeps Ruthie Cross. After I got done laughing my full head off at this, I messaged her back and I said, that's why there's an E beside it. Turns out your daughter is explicit in case you weren't aware. And all that she came back with was, oh, I already knew that. (laughs) And the conversation ended. She she told me this entire conversation (laughs) that she had with you. And I said, well, you you might find out that your other daughters are explicit too. <laughs> listen to the listen to it all. I was reading something somewhere, listening to something, and remember that show that Ashton Kutcher used to do. Um, that seventy show. No, no, like the the punk or yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they were asking him. They were doing an interview, and they were asking him if he would ever do that show again. And he said, "No, never." He's like, "I lost so many friends over this. Like, anytime I went anywhere, everyone was right on edge because they didn't know like if I was there for real <laughs> or like yeah. there for punked or yeah. whatever it was called." Yeah. And that's how it's going to be with our podcast. Everyone's like, "Should I say anything? Because is it going to go on the podcast?" Like. No, we won't, we, won't, we won't tell your name. No. Unless you're Alyssa or Kelly, then you're fair game. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like they've been in everyone. Hide your secrets. It's too girls. bad you don't have a sis. Anyway, I thought not. that was pretty funny because she was like, oh my goodness, Jenny, your your Fs aren't uh, bleeped out. And I was like, well, welcome. Welcome Steph- aboard, Foo. She's not very technologically advanced <laughs> when it comes to editing. Who so. wants to have them edited out? Nobody. Oh my goodness. Real well, deal. I know. And my, I was talking to, I was telling you before the podcast, I was talking to my second cousin or something. And anyway, twice removed. She's, <laughs> she's like, she, she's in her, she's older. She's elderly. I mean, she doesn't, she's spry and all and, and such, but she's, she's an older person. I'm going to say in the late seventies, early eighties range. And she said, Oh, I've been, I was telling her, uh, 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 we went, we were at, uh, we were at my grandmother's because my grandmother had her 92nd birthday on Saturday. Awesome. So we were, uh, we were there and she said, I've been following you on Facebook and I see, you know, graduation and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, man, I can't wait to listen to your podcast. I'm like, no, <laughs> please do. don't again. Please just don't. <laughs> Sis. <laughs> do not do it. So it was funny because, um, they're here visiting. They don't live on the island. They're here visiting. And my cousin was, it was him and his wife and they were driving. His brother has a, I don't know if it's a convertible, it's a Camaro or something. 
this sports car, bright yellow sports car. So we pull into my grandmother's driveway. <laughs> Look what Jean got. There's this bright yellow sports car there. And Saul was with me and he starts, he just loses it. He goes, I'm pretty sure this isn't a midlife crisis. <laughs> I feel like the convertible in one is a midlife crisis, but then when it's bright yellow. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, when you're 92, I... I'm like, unless she's going to be like 184. No, I'm pretty sure this is not a midlife crisis. <laughs> oh, Jean. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, Saul just lost it. it of was course so he did. Funny. Of course he did. Anyway, I love it. And he, I was eyeballing it like maybe somebody will let me drive it, but he didn't get to, he no didn't go. Get to drive it. Mm. No. No. It was a good thought. So. <clears throat> Yes, here's a, here's another interesting story, a tidbit of information that happened to me on this this weekend. So, Farron went away fishing, and uh, Cohen had my car at work, so I took Farron's truck, and I went and picked his truck up, and I literally I went to pick Saul up, I went to my grandmother's, I went to the convenience store, I went to the Savvy Z, and then I went out to Miller's pond for the afternoon and evening overnight and parked the truck. And then I drove home the next day. I get this phone call yesterday while I'm in the middle of Walmart looking at Axe body spray or oh, something. Lovely. What'd you do to my truck? I'm like, what do you mean? What'd I do to your truck? Well, somebody dented his truck. <gasps> somebody backed into his truck and dented oh, no. right above the taillight. Oh no. But it wasn't me because it's like it's dented enough that you know you would know. You would if know you if you hit something. So whoever did it knows that they did it to oh, me. But no. it must have happened when I was in the grocery store or something because I literally drove into every place. When I went to the convenience store, I drove into like no the, backing there in. There was no backing because it's cute. I have a little car. I don't have a back of a big truck. Oh no. So I deliberately did not back up. And when I brought Saul home from my grandmother's, I dropped him off on the side of the road because I <laughs> did not want to back out of the driveway. Get out. Get out. So I literally know it was it was not me. But I think he's still convinced that I backed into something. Oh no, you're on Farron's shit list. It's a brand new truck too. <gasps> oh, I didn't realize he got a new truck. Yeah. I don't well, even I mean, it's new to him. But. Oh, still anyway, new. Yeah. Love so, it. I did not back into anything. And I would tell him if yeah. I did. Yeah, and mistakes Good happen. Lord. Oh, man. Anyway, so yeah, I got accused of vandalism. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> My boyfriend accused me of vandalism. Anyway. I'm jerk. <clears throat> no, I didn't. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I've backed into a few things in my time. Oh, I've backed into things and run over things and fronted into things. Yeah. And- I was driving when I was a teenager, I was driving my boyfriend's truck and backed into a picnic table and I was mortified because it put like a huge dent in the tailgate. And he's like, oh, it's fine. It'll just, it'll just go with the others. It was like a painting that he had of his back tailgate, all the dents that people put in. It's like, oh, well. Nice. Yeah. And I've, yeah, I've dented a few things. Somebody backed into me. I haven't in a while. Yeah, somebody backed into my car, my new car. Oh, both times I got a new car, like within a month or two of having a new car, I was parked at the school, not the car that I have now, but the car I had before that. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the other teachers backed, like T-boned me. Oh, that was nice. The worst. Yeah. And uh, Farron was driving my car and... 
a plow turned we pat we were passing him mm -hmm. and legally yeah and not speeding and he turned into the side of my car so as like the front of my i was in the passenger seat so he turned into the front so the plow hit the front of my the passenger's door oh my word literally peeled it back like a sardine can oh my word in maine oh so that wasn't fun. No. We had three kids in the back. We were taking them to a basketball Fudge. game. And uh, anyway, there was a cute policeman that stopped and told them he'd give them a ride to the basketball game. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> Somebody came and picked us up and gave us a ride, and they didn't get to go with the police officer. I think they were more upset about that than they were about my car. I think I would be too. But that was a $8,000 <laughs> job. So that was gross. Yeah. Did you have to pay for it? Uh, it went through insurance. Oh, phew. Yeah. Ugh. I was. Why is everything dripping in this room? Let's have something. Last week everything was falling off. Now everything's dripping. My eye was running. Now my nose is running. What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Are you really? <laughs> As I was taking a big swig of water. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so besides um, <clears throat> dents and doctors and. Uh, what did you, what happened in your week last week? Well, I've been working. Um, I, I worked on Saturday night. Um, and it was literally, it's the busiest shift that I've ever worked since I've been working over there. But like, I've never seen anything like it. Like it was insane. It was so busy for like solid four hours and nice. there was only two of us there. So like two waitresses, two servers. So it was like, we were hopping and it was good. I, I like it because I just feel like when you're busy and you're new at a job and the other girl that you're working with is busy, sometimes you have to like figure things out for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can do this anyway. I can do hard things. I can do hard things. I can make a latte. <laughs> <laughs> but like we had a couple of rude customers that were trying to get to the sunset and gave us a hard time, but nothing we can do. And the girl I was working with handled it really well, and it was nice. I had to scoot home in the pitch black, though. I was a little scared. Oh, do you have reflectors on your scooter? I have a light, an actual light, so, like, I can turn it on, and there's, like, a tail light. I can totally see you with, like, a beacon on the top of your helmet, like a flashing, whoop, whoop, whoop. don't run into this girl. The e-bikes that you rent, the helmets that you get from them have, like, blinking lights on them. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, but no, I have like an actual tail light and a headlight. And Jeff said he was on the deck when I was bringing my scooter up the driveway the other night. And he's like, I can't believe how bright that that light is. Oh, good. Yeah, so no danger of anybody. Yeah, I know anything. all about the uh, helmets with the lights on them. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I believe I sent you a video of two people on the oh, e-bikes yes. riding down the middle of the road. They, the, when they put the signs up, share the road, yes. they really were like, oh, good. Now they, we can bike on the whole road, not you just know in the, the five feet on the side. Now let's go right down the effing middle. <laughs> You're right in front of me. Such an asshole. 27 kilometers an hour I'm going. <laughs> it was in Mill Hollow, wasn't it? It was in a stupid place to be going in the middle of the road. There's no, there's like a steep ditch and no sidewalks. What do you expect? There's also a blind hill that if I would have come over it going 80 kilometers, the speed limit, I probably would have killed them both. Good thing you weren't going 80. You know, in the <sighs> cities. Good for them. They're lucky. 
You know, in the city, all would have been left would be <laughs> been a bloody mess and two flashing helmets. You know, in the you know, in the city, would have known where they were. Awesome. <laughs> in the cities, sorry. Continue. <laughs> in the cities, in the cities, there's nice people that are nice to the bikers. No, I'm just kidding. That wasn't what I was. That's why say. they sent me to an island <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. I wasn't allowed to live in the city anymore. I just like, think I got here. It's like oh. Where's, where's that place in California? Alcatraz. Yes. <laughs> this is your Alcatraz. I didn't choose to come here. I was sent. Exi- I was exiled. You were because you were so mean to the bikers. They sent me They sent me to Whitehead for eight years. They didn't want me here. And then this is your like, oh, okay, we'll let her off of here. back now. I don't know. I might have to go again. I was going to say in the cities, they have like an actual bike lane, you know? Yes. I think that that's what they're going to do here while they're clearing back all those trees. I don't think that has anything to do with it, but that's what I choose to believe. I think that they're going to put really nice sidewalks on. Maybe eventually. Like, no, I think it'll be done for next summer. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I think so. You I'm, are a big dreamer. Well, I hope you're right because no. it, it's desperately needed. I know. Like, I feel like in those 80 zones, like in Mill Hollow, there's where else can the, can you bike? Like besides in the middle of the road. I don't mind if you're on the side of the road. They were like directly in the middle. Were they on the yellow line? Not that middle. The <laughs> middle of my lane. Like not even pulled over. Just in the middle. I And I was really worried that they would get smushed. Maria. I talked to the e-bike lady and I'm like, listen, you might have to talk to your people about proper etiquette because this is getting out of hand. Oh, you are going straight to the source. I went right to the source. Oh, dear. Haven't seen a biker since. I bet you haven't. They're probably all like, oh my God, who is this wild woman in the red car that won't let us bike? Oh, so many people. I'm going to get you a bumper sticker for Christmas that says, I I heart bikers. (laughs) I don't hate them. I don't. It's just my pet peeve, you know. I think I'm beginning to think that maybe you do hate them. I don't. I really don't. It's okay. Anyway, that was a while ago, so <laughs> I'm over it now, clearly. <laughs> clearly, I can tell. <laughs> what were you saying that had nothing to do with bikers? I Oh, because I had to scoot home in the dark from right, work. Right. Anyway, that's the end of my story. Long story short, I had to scoot home in the dark. But I was a little nervous because I like I have to turn around to see if there's cars coming behind me. Yeah. And like in the dark, you know, you're watching for like rocks and anyway. So Jeff ordered me a mirror. From my scooter. I saw a really Amazon. cool big scooter at a Vespa. Costco yesterday. A Vespa. No, but it was way bigger than yours. Really? Yeah. Like big enough for Jeff? Yeah, it was like a man sized one. Really? A big man. He gets all mine sometimes. Or a large woman. I don't know. Jeff's a, a big man. I don't know. I sa- oh, oh my God. A Sam Squatch. Do you believe in Sam's Squanches? Because <laughs> I do. I think they're a real thing. Well, that if you ever find one i know where you can get a scooter for him or her like or them i would never go to the pacific northwest west because i believe that that's where they are except i'm certain i heard one here i there used to be a show on called bigfoot yeah i know on discovery or something it was ridiculous yeah but where did this come from this phenom this phenomenon of the sasquatch i think that they're for real Probably somebody went out in the woods to get away from people like us. Oh, maybe I'm a Sasquatch. And didn't take a razor. That's what I'm thinking. And then one day, 
he wandered a little too far from the cave and somebody saw him and do you really think that there's a sasquatch do you are you high i do i believe I, you're like a small child have you ever listened to the sound that they make i've heard the it. the sound that they make yes it's on the tv the tv yes <laughs> And I think that I've heard it here on GM. Can you make it? No. Are you sure? Try. No. Do it for the audience. No. We'll get get really good right. You got to get right. No. Get it. I'll let you. No, I don't think I can. What's it? Compare it. What would you compare it to? It's like a a howl. Like not a wolf Uh, howl. Like a howl. A scream? Like a banshee? Yes. What's a banshee? Uh, don't you believe in banshees? Are they Sasquatches? No. A cousin? No. Look it up. Banshee. Isn't it? Anyway, I think that they're Sasquatches. I do. <sighs> and if I ever come across one, I will, probably will die of fright. But yeah. I see that we have lots of material for many shows. <laughs> I feel like probably this Sasquatch shock just cost us like 80 viewers. I think, listeners i think you're gonna get some recommendations <laughs> for some maybe instead mental of mental help help <laughs> after the show i think instead of my hiking i'll do sasquatch tours i, I bet you get some good business oh, better maybe than should, my hiking business but no i think you should make something that's unique to the island like sasquatch no something islandy e-bikes <laughs> a sasquatch in a- on an e-bike <laughs> I am done with this conversation. Okay. All right. So aside from the Sasquatch reality here, (laughs) what's on, what's on, what's on, I don't know. I'm totally disarmed. You'll have to start this one off. What's on with you? Well, I talked about, um, before we started the podcast, actually, we were talking about what our blogs have been about lately. And my last one that I did was about inspiration. And you said that you're reading this book. Yeah. Tell me about it. Um, I'm reading a book, but. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> the end. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm reading a book called The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck. I mentioned it before. And that, um, but that's not what. It's my course. I think I was talking about. Oh, okay. So the core, and I've talked about this before too. So anyway, um, what the topic this week is getting mining a gift out of a bad quote unquote bad experience. So not um, a gift, a gift, a gift. (laughs) So when something bad happens to us, there's three gifts types of gifts that we could get from this. It could be the gift of knowledge, it could be the gift of power, or it could be the gift of inspiration, which you were talking about in yeah. the last blog. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting. Um, today we had to think about, we had to, div- you had to divide your life into sections, divide your life, divide your age by five mm-hmm. and each portion was a section that you were supposed to think about and you're supposed to think about my heavens <laughs> how popular you are that's my mother oh <laughs> try it again Hello. it's my mother it's my mother <laughs> again um anyway speaking of sections of my life that were 
fraught with no i'm just kidding sort of anyway um she's messaging to say that the f's aren't bleeped out she was just talking to my mother (laughs) she's she does not know how to run technology and i'm very grateful for that anyway um you divide your life into five sections and you looked at the negative experiences or bad quote unquote bad experiences that you had from each (laughs) (laughs) from each time and um thought about how they shaped you or how what what gifts that you had taken from them and if you hadn't taken any gift any gifts from them would you be willing to take gifts from them and um you know if if you're doing thinking this is a cool idea at home just be careful of traumatic experiences it's not that's a little bit different. Yeah, totally. Although everything he's saying, everything can be turned into a, a, a gift or an opportunity. Um, it's not something that you want to do by yourself. No. To delve into that. But anyway, so I discovered something that I don't really turn things into gifts. I don't think. I think I use them like armor. Yeah. Yeah, I use them to build a shield. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's good. I have to really, I want to sit down and look at it because I think the only thing I could think of was COVID mm-hmm. was the only thing that, um, I was listening to another podcast that I listened to, um, the other day and they were talking about how they were sick. It was, it was an old episode and during lockdown and how they were sick and tired of people saying that, don't tell me you're having a great time during lockdown. I'm sick and tired of hearing that. Like, you know, I'm not having a good time kind of thing, but I did have a good time. Yeah. It was like the best part of my life, but I guess you could say that it was a bad thing. I mean, it was a bad thing globally that happened and it was bad for a lot of people, but for me, it was like inspirational. I had, I got knowledge, I got power, I got inspiration. I got everything Mm -hmm. from that time in Triple my decker. life. I feel like, um, I feel like it was a traumatic experience for the whole world, but I feel like it made people's perception of life much sweeter. Do you know what I mean? Like it made everybody realize that I think it, it made everybody realize that they need to, it made us all realize, I shouldn't say they, that we need to take more time for ourselves and we need to take more time for things in our lives that aren't work related or stress related or stuff like that. Like I feel that it made people think, you know, like I don't need to go to work for 12 hours a day. I can work for seven or eight hours and then come home and enjoy some time with my family instead of coming home after 12 hours and being dead tired and rushing through all the things with my family, like supper and bath time or mm-hmm. homework or whatever, you know? I agree and I disagree. On the other hand, I think that it totally, because I I agree with it as well, but I, I think it for, for some of us, it took us in the absolute opposite direction. Like like with the businesses that are just crying for workers now, like I feel like it it's like, oh, a lot of people are like, well, I didn't work for two years. I don't really think I want to work anymore. And I, you know, I feel like it kind of made, it's, there's a, as I had a different perspective on it as a teacher, because, um, 
as a teacher, you are the subject of a lot of criticism. Mm -hmm. of Unfortunately, school, school system and teachers. And I mean, I'm not saying directly me, but I mean, just the whole, the whole of it. I've listened and Facebook has been delightful for teachers. I have to tell you, we love to see all of your great posts about what a sucktastic job we're doing. That is inspirational. I feel like I feel like Facebook, I'm sorry if this touches a nerve, but Facebook is fucking ridiculous. People are some yeah. fucking tough on Facebook, but they would never say that shit to your face. And if you've got something to say, say it. You know, if you've got an issue with something that's being a way that a kid's being taught or your kid is being taught, address it instead of saying it on Facebook. It's very hurtful. Of course it is. And I just think, I mean, this is a whole, whole aside, but, uh, I just think of, you know, we live in a small community. Mm -hmm. I mean, it might be different if you live in Chicago or something and you want to say something like that, but when you live in a small community and you make a comment, a personal comment mm -hmm. about someone, whether it's true or whether mm -hmm. it's not true, that person is a person is a person and still and has feelings. What are you going to do when you go to the grocery store mm -hmm. and you're in line behind them? Mm -hmm. How are you going to fucking feel then? Mm -hmm. Are you going to be so brazen then? No, absolutely not. When they're not. crumbling because the whole community has read these things about them. I mean, anyway, that's an aside, but, but side, not on the side. Like, I feel like it seriously needs to be addressed because I feel like one, maybe they should try and walk in your shoes for a yeah. day or two, trying to keep these kids focused during all of this up and down. Well, you know, there's more than one side to every story. My dad says there's three sides. Yeah. The truth, his side and their side. Right. Like, you know, there's, it's right. Because my interpretation of the truth and your interpretation of the truth are two different. Exactly. Yep. And then there's exactly. I and I just think, you know, if this, this is a whole blurb, but when you're, when you're talking about children, I have had the best experiences with people teaching their children. And I mean, these aren't always easy children. Mm -mm. And I've had the best experiences when the parents are willing to say, you know what? We're partners. Let's yeah. work on this. Let's together. work on this together. Or if they have a problem, they come to me and they tell me about it. And you so, know, we hear a lot of shit about you too, as you know, about yeah. parents as well. So we don't go and blast that all over Facebook. And but would, anyway, and that's, you, uh, that's a whole, that wasn't really my point. My point was at the beginning when all the kids were home, mm -hmm. everybody was like, oh my God, teachers are angels. Teachers are saints. How do they do this mm -hmm. every day? And I just thought to myself, I'm just going to enjoy this while it lasts. Yeah. Because as soon as we get back to school full time, won't be any time at all before somebody's slagging off a teacher. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. I was right. Yeah. Not that I'm that intelligent, but I mean, that's just human nature. But it's unfortunate because I feel like you guys are putting yourselves out there every day to take care of these kids and to teach these children knowledge that'll get them through their lives, mm -hmm. you know, like at the beginning of their lives. And I just feel like for anyone to put down, unless it, it is an actual issue for anybody to put down a teacher, you guys deserve a medal as far as I'm concerned. I feel like teaching. I think we all deserve it. Anybody that has anything to do with children, parents, mm -hmm. teachers, I mean, we're all in this, we should all be in this together. Yeah. I it feel like a it's, partnership. it's hard because there, and the, the world is different now from when, even when I was in school, like 
there's a lot of touchy subjects now. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that you can't say or do yeah. that, you know, 20 years ago when I went to school, it, it wouldn't be overlooked, but it wouldn't be so taken aback. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't, mm-hmm. it's just, it's tough. Yeah. It would be so tough. Yeah. I, I've talked to a few teachers this year. Um, and she said that it's, it's the toughest job she's ever had mm-hmm. being a teacher. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, she said she would, she would cry eating her breakfast every day mm-hmm. because she didn't want to go because she had just got done fighting with a parent at 10 o'clock at night over text message, mm-hmm. which is not right. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's taking all this disrespect from a parent and then she's expected to go and teach their child the next day and put on a happy face. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's tough. I can it only is. imagine. It is. I had, I've had some really good experiences with parents, um, over the years and it's not everybody. No, of course it, not. It, you know, it only takes one, mm-hmm. one comment. And, you know, when you put it on Facebook, it, it just, it's, it's really hard when you, and it doesn't, ha- I mean, it doesn't have to be teachers and whatever, but whenever you're calling someone out on Facebook, mm-hmm. You have to be aware. I mean, how would you feel mm-hmm. if the whole world knew your shit? Mm-hmm. It's it's uncalled for. One hundred. I feel like nobody should have Facebook. It's awful. I feel. I I actually. I I um. I deleted it ages ago, and then I I re-downloaded it to do my hiking tours, mm-hmm. and I was just like, no, I'm not getting pulled back into the realm of this. Like people were sending me friend requests, and no judgment, and no no foul, but I just don't want to be in that realm my, of my negativity rule for Facebook is, um, like a lot of people will block people like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't like you or, but my general rule and especially over the pandemic was if, if there was something that hurt my stomach, mm-hmm. if I got that, like the butterflies, that and, feeling in my yep. stomach when I read it yep. and it happened several times yeah. with, with anyone, then I would just block them because yeah. I can't, I don't want to deal with that negativity should, it, no. in my life. And I might totally like the person, just not agree with their, I mean, you know what it was like in the pandemic, lots of people that I like had a different opinion than me Yep. and the fighting and the, all that stuff. I just, I couldn't, I didn't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look at people differently. Mm-hmm. Because there was people that I really liked and people that I cared about that I just, I mean, and it's not that I don't respect their opinion or anything like that. It just didn't, it made me feel so gross. But it's one thing to have an opinion. It's one thing to be downright mean. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Yeah. like everybody has an opinion and and it doesn't mean anybody's opinion is wrong. But when you're being mean and hurtful, uncalled for. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, anyway, I, I called a bunch of. And I like, I, I'm not, you know, like I'm not local. So I've been here for 30 years. I think you're pretty much local. (laughs) Well, I know, but I I still have (laughs) friends and family in other places and I like to know what's going on. I like to see their baby pictures and their wedding pictures. I think it's great for people to keep track, like to keep in contact. Like my best friend lives in Moncton and we keep in contact over text, but like I used to see like a lot of pictures that she would post and stuff on Facebook, but it's not worth it. And a lot of people that's, I mean, that's 
I have that. That's why I have my Facebook. Yeah. A lot of people, that's the reason that they have their Facebook. Yeah. And, you know, that's, and I think that's they a great way track of their kids' yes. lives. And yep. then, you know, you always have those memories that come back up every year and stuff. That's, and if it's for that, then that's fine. And so I think those that are that's... my people, but I just, as a political platform mm, or a very whatever, well said, <laughs> I'm, I don't, I'm not really interested. And I think that probably that. that's how Facebook was created was for the, you know, to be able to see family yeah. and friends and, and it's fun like stuff. Anything. If you misuse it, it's, and it's totally misused. Good. Absolutely. It's it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. I don't know if this, where we, we went down like, a rabbit we hole really again rabbit. with Facebook. We went yeah. down a rabbit hole, <laughs> we went down a rabbit hole. but yeah, we were talking about like the knowledge and power. And, I was talking about negative experiences and, and that's they, a big one. Yeah, apparently yeah, how they <laughs> turn things around. So, um, yeah, for me, COVID was a really good experience. It was the first time since, how old was I? 45 when in 2020. And it was the first time in 40 years that I had not been in school. Oh my other word. Than summer break or maternity leave. Oh it my was word. The first time in 45 years that I had just not been in school but as had, a student or a teacher as and had the and you know like whether this was or good, good or bad at the time we didn't have any a lot of expectations put on us as teachers because you know it was learn if you want to go online mm -hmm. if you want to kind of it wasn't mandated at the time right and I wasn't actually in the classroom at the time so I I only had one class I think at the time so I didn't I didn't have a lot of responsibility. Um, and plus nobody knew how long it was going to last. Right. You know? Right. It was so bad for me that when we were told we had to go back to school in June, it was so, I don't say it was so bad for me. It was so good for me that when we were told that we had to go back to school in June, I had almost a little mini breakdown. Really? Yeah. yeah. I just did not want to go back. No. Because I had... I said, it, I, I don't know how to describe it other than, you know, I had bliss, to, pure bliss. It was, it was like, I could, the best way I could describe it is like, I picture the feeling that it gave me, like, you know, standing in the middle of a meadow <laughs> in a in baby the, blue dress. No, I, I don't know. I'm not wearing a dress <laughs> anyway, anywhere at any time. Just tell it. <laughs> I was dressed, but not in our I don't dress. know what I was wearing, Jenny, but I can pretty much guarantee it wasn't pink or a dress. Oh, damn. And it wasn't those shoes. <laughs> anyway, standing in the middle of like a field without ticks oh. on a sunny day and just it's warm mm -hmm. and the sky is blue and there's, it's just open. Just to possibilities. Just open like there was no end there was we that's it was a, that was the beauty of it that mm -hmm. we didn't know when it was going to end and everybody was like oh my god when's it going to end and i'm like hopefully not know when it's going to end <laughs> because as a teacher and i i said this i don't know if i said this on the pod, on the podcast or not but i I've said it a few times in the last week because august is I dread August because everywhere you go in August, you ready to go back to school? Yeah. I said, do I fucking call you Sunday night and say, you ready to go back to work in the morning? No, I don't. So fuck off. This oh. is my vacation. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> like seriously, 
they'd love to ask that question. You ready to go back to school? Yeah. No. And like everywhere you go, it's like back to school sales and like back to school oh this. My God. And, yeah. I'm sure, you know, for parents. I mean, I've I've never been a parent without being a teacher, so I don't know what that's like to mm -hmm. have your kids home for the summer and then send them back to school. Yeah, and you not go too. I don't know what that feels yeah, like. Yeah, because you that's always a went. Great thing for you people out there. <laughs> it was never a great thing for me because I had to go with them. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have to. I had a choice. Whatever, blah blah. But I, I that was my job, and I went. But there's always as soon the first day of summer vacation, you know. There's going to be a last day of mm -hmm. summer vacation, and Friday when you afternoon when you get done work, you know Monday morning you got to go back. Mm -hmm. But when we had the pandemic, you didn't. Nobody knew. It was so exciting for me. Yeah, I loved it, and I know people are sitting there going, "Fuck you." <laughs> I'm sorry, I really am. But it's just the difference Not between sorry. you and them, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was oh, it was like an awakening for me. That's a good thing. It was. It, and it came in a time in my life that I really needed it. I I just was, I didn't know where I was going and what I was doing. And it was, I, um, I had a coaching session once and described it to my coach. And I said, I don't know. I just, I, I hate going to work. And I, you feel terrible saying I'm a teacher and I hate my job you're supposed to love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love the people I work with. I love the kids. I just, I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And she said, your job is like a pair of shoes. It's like a pair of shoes that are too tight for your feet and they hurt your feet and you just want to take them off. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was like when, when it was, when we had the lockdown that I got to take those fucking shoes off and my feet felt so good. And then in June, they're like, here's your shoes. And I'm like, no. Mm, are they a bigger size? No more <laughs> shoes. But I feel like it's, because I feel, especially like in generations before us, like you got a job and you kept it yeah. for life. Yeah. But I, and I, it was frowned upon to, to change your job. Like you were well, it's considered good, flighty I mean, or, you it's know, a, it's a good job as far as, but you that's know, okay to not like it. I have even benefits though. and I have but that's security not and I have a pension and all those things that people look at it and go, why are you unhappy? You have all of this. You have your summers off. You have, you know what? I rarely had a summer off because as soon as school was out for the year, I was planning for the next year. Well, and, and I a feel lot of teachers do that. A lot of teachers don't take time off. We don't have evenings off. We don't have weekends off. Technically we do, but we're not programmed that way. And I just feel like even though you did have all of this stuff, like if you're unhappy in what you do, it's not worth it. It's not no. worth it to, you know, sometimes a pay cut is, is worth it to do what you love. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know in a couple of months. Yeah. Like it's, my husband was a lobster fisherman for 15 years and he just, at the end of it, like it was, he hated it. Mm -hmm. Like he couldn't have worked for better people. They were great people to work for, but he just hated it. And he came home and we talked about it and he said, you know, I think I'd like to do something different. So he decided to uh, call a, a carpenter and see if there was any work that he could have for him or whatever. And it was a giant pay cut, but we said, you know, it's, 
just to have that money coming in isn't worth it if you're going out there day in and day out and hating your life. Oh my God, how many days do we have? You know, we exactly. Have a finite number of days that we're given on this earth and to spend every one of them in a position so that we have a certain amount of money or we have benefits or we have this or we have that. I mean, when you really get to sit and look at the big picture of it yeah. all, and you get to the end of your life and I go in and go, well, I had a pension, but I fucking hated every second of my life. But I feel it's like it's not worth it. I feel like experience is worth more than money. Like I just feel like to be able to have the life that you love yeah. and still be comfortable yeah. and have your bills paid. Well, even if you're not comfortable, this is, this is kind of where I am right now because I, I, I figured out what I think my paycheck is going to look like. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking scary. But you'll but figure it out. But there's not a part of me that goes, oh, I should go. There's never once have I thought, oh, I'm going to have to go back to work full time. There, it's never even You'll been figure a, it out. It's never been. And I'm kind of excited about that. Yep. You you learn right to live on what you have. I still have <laughs> no regular paycheck. But you learn to live on what you have. Yeah. You know, and we don't, as a society we don't need anything. We've got more than we could yeah. ever ask for. Yeah. As long as you're fed and your bills are paid and you've got heat in your house, what more do you need? Yeah. Honestly. Well, I mean, and you've so got Farron by your side. What more do you there's need? There's a, there's people that <laughs> get by in life with a lot less. Yep. There is. And you, you, you can learn to budget. Like, yeah. I feel like that would be right up your alley. Like, oh yeah. well, like creating like a, you know, a rigid budget. Yeah. I've mm -hmm. had a rigid budget before. I, and I'm not a big, I'm not a big extravagant spender or anything like that, but you know, I have things that I have to, you know, list my, list my bills and stuff the other day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we were looking at it and Farron said, you know, well, do you need serious radio in your car every month? Exactly. I said, it's $17 a month, but I know it's, 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 uh, it's squeezing me because those are the thing, like that was something I'm the kind of person that I had to think a long time about whether I wanted serious radio in my car because $17 a month just for the radio. Is that worth it or not? $17 a month is a meal. You could buy a rotisserie chicken for less than $17. Oh my God. I went, we went out for lunch yesterday. Yeah. Three of us. Where'd you go? We went to Boston pizza. Oh yeah. You were away. Right. Do yeah. you know what? We, I paid for lunch for three people yesterday. 60 bucks. $80. Mm -hmm. Not surprised. $80. And was there any alcohol included? We drank water. Yeah. We didn't even get drinks. Isn't that insane? 80 bucks. Yeah. That was including a tip. That wasn't 15%. I usually try to at least give the, the tax for a tip mm -hmm. because my best friend was a waitress and I know it's a hellish job and I try, I mean, I can't it's always really not, afford oh. to give a great tip, but I try to give a good ish tip. Yeah. And I was like, holy cow. That's a lot. 80 bucks yeah. for lunch. Everything. And everything's very expensive. Like I even noticed going to the grocery store, the prices that have increased, but you just have to, you know, like figure things out and buy things that will double as two meals or like, yeah. um, how That's you can stretch you know, like there's meals that you can make. Like I'm making a, like a bean casserole for supper tonight. Like Jeff and I'll eat that for like four days, not for supper, but like for lunches and stuff. A bean casserole? Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Like what kind of beans? Lima beans. 
aka butter beans. Oh no, seriously, do you know how good they are for you? And we had them when we were in Jamaica. Um, there was a dish that um, they made. I just like to <laughs> say right now that I'm looking for a sane <laughs> podcast partner that doesn't eat llama beans or, or wear rose gold sneakers. <laughs> What the fuck is no, happening? No, it's so delicious. Like it's got like feta cheese in it and like uh, like a smoky sauce. And yeah, it's – I'll let you know how it is. And is. Jeff will eat this for four days. Yeah. He'll, we'll eat it for supper and then he'll have it – like we'll have it for lunch. Lima beans. Like they're butter beans. Lima beans, butter beans. Like they're a big – yeah, and they're really good for you. I love baked beans. Do you like baked beans? I like baked beans, like, yeah. Like the homemade baked beans? Yeah, yeah. It's like that but like on steroids. It sounds not good. I'm going to bring you some. I wish you would. I will try it. I, okay. I do like to try new things and I hope that I'm wrong. I hope you are too. And I actually had I'll a- I'll never get anybody in my house to eat it. That's the problem. Like well, you even can if eat I eat it, I, so I'd have to eat it for eight days. Yeah. Cause it's only you. You could half it. I'll have to half the rest. Can you Quarter it. You can't freeze beans. Can yep. You? I freeze beans. I make a big batch and freeze them Do you? in like little containers and then we take them out for um, breakfast. This has been an interesting <laughs> un. I know. I feel like we completely went off topic. I'm sorry. I don't know if we did. Like your, your hard situation was eating. Butter bean. Eating lima beans. healthy. Changing your life. Yep. Changing. And so you became, you got knowledge. And, of how good butter beans are. And I've been inspired. I love to say I've been inspired <laughs> to eat butter beans, but <laughs> I have not. You've been inspired to do what you love is what you've been inspired to do. Yeah. Sometime we'll talk about how you've been inspired to do what you love. No, honey, we don't have enough time. We don't today, but we will. We don't ever. My whole life is a... Inspirational? Yes. Write a book for fuck's sakes. Kelly told me I should do that. Again, with my sisters, there they are. Yeah, yeah she said I could write a book. As I don't... long as you don't put the sex <laughs> sex shop chapter. I'm blacking <laughs> out that chapter. But that's my book, not your book. <laughs> I feel like probably your book will be done before mine. Uh, I feel like my book will be, have a big, just the cover will be just a big E. <laughs> Explicit. And it will say, do not read Ruthie Lynn Ingersoll. <laughs> like alarms will start going off <laughs> if she goes towards <laughs> it. We'll, we'll actually pay you not to buy this book. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a kitten. And she'd run the other way. Oh, wait, yeah, no, that's me. <laughs> Anywho. A Sask look, a Sasquatch. Look, a Sa oh, no, I'd be like, yes, I knew it. I promise I'm not crazy. Uh, I don't know if your promises mean anything. Mm, most of the time. So what are you doing this week? Um, Well, I'm, a, I'm all thrown off because we're recording a day early because I'm away tomorrow. Um, and then I'm off to work for the rest of the week. And... When do you close for the season? Um, I'm not sure. They, I think they went to November last year. Okay. So, um, but we're losing all of our like um, the Teenagers. whole yeah the whole yeah. kitchen staff is going back to university. So, I'm a little anxious maybe, to see what uh, will happen. Maybe I need to go get a job there. Maybe until I because yeah, like it could around it out here. It could be, but yeah. yeah, I'm not sure how what to expect on that. But um, yeah, and I just have some. Nothing major, really. Okay. Uh, planning a little vacation for, uh, well, October, but mm -hmm. we're just kind of looking into that. So really not much. Me neither. We'll have lots to talk about next yeah. week. Then. Hopefully uh, not Sasquatches or lima beans. Well, I want to talk about the lima beans. I can't wait. <laughs> Peace out, Trout. See ya. Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support our podcast, please subscribe, rate and review, share with your friends and post about us on your socials. To catch all the latest from Jen and Steph, check out our website and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find the links in the show notes. Thanks, everyone. Catch you next time. Peace out, Trout.